0: Welcome to the Upscale Your Business podcast, the show for coaches, consultants, and those considering becoming one. Listen to learn the strategies, mindsets, and processes for getting clients and creating an online income stream. Join your hosts, Jamie Scultetti, marketing strategist, and Mark Canty, clarity coach, as they share their knowledge and expertise by helping you design a business that works. Learn more about Jamie, Mark, and their proprietary upscale method at upscaleyourbusiness.com. Now, here's Jamie and Mark with today's episode.
1: Um, Hello, everybody. Welcome in. Welcome in. Hi, nice to see everybody. Joel, Johnny, uh, Sean, Natanya. This is great, great. Natanya and I just met today, so it's lovely. Great that you're here. Uh, let me if people are still joining us we're, we've opened the room a couple minutes early. I'm Jamie Teddy, by the way and uh, my company's upscale your business. Uh, Mark hey. is um, is my my partner, my co-host and um, so he's going to be facilitating our call today but just welcoming you all in. if you want, please feel free to put any questions comments in the chat. matter of fact, why don't we start off with can you all hear us? if you can, please put a one into the chat. Just let us know.
2: Welcome, everyone. My name's Mark. Cool. They can hear us. Yay. And we're getting some ones coming in. Um... When, when we get into the topic here in a couple seconds, uh, I won't necessarily be seeing the chat but Jamie will so uh, please uh, we I, I call it play in the sandbox with us. <laughs> you know we're we're all in business and uh, it's important to realize that in life. We know that being a spectator is now, you know, seems to be the primary role of most people. And we know that because we pay people millions and millions and millions of dollars to perform while we watch them perform. Well, in this arena, we're the performers. So I encourage you to play in the sandbox, be a participant. Um, don't, you know, don't, uh, allow yourself to constantly be a spectator, but jump in there. And, and this is a safe place. And that's why I call it a sandbox too, is because I want that childlike, you know, attitude is we're here to have joy in life and work. Uh, and that's the reason we do what we do is to play and to have opportunities for play and balance and lightness in what we do as well. So uh, I'm just going to share slides with you, um, and then uh, we're going to go through some thoughts here and share some thoughts with you, and we encourage you to jump in, leave any comments, any inspirations you know, in the chat that come to you, leave questions in the chat. And then after I kind of go through this, and hopefully it's not going to take, you know, I'm going to give you a thought concept, and then we can have some discussion around that if you're open to it or if you want to uh, participate in that then we're here to do that, too. So uh, we'll transition into kind of a, a Q&A or a discussion a period for a short, brief, uh, you know, period of time just to see if there's any insights and in anything anybody wants to add or contribute or ask, if you will. So let me just get my slides in order here. Uh, Jamie, you're recording this, right? I
1: am. Yep. Great,
2: because I know we had a number of requests for people that couldn't make it today and uh, therefore they've asked for a replay. And where is my share screen? There it is. Good old Zoom. If your window just a little bit too small, then that, that's the first thing that disappears. So let me get this up here. And again, play in the sandbox with me and just give me anybody, a few people, give me some thumbs up here or a one if you can see my slides all right, because uh, that's pretty important that we do that. <laughs> I can anybody, see that, uh, anybody at all, Jamie. You can? Can you see them, Jamie? I
1: can see, so I'm assuming everybody can. Let us. Know okay, I'm have. not
2: going to assume. Come on, give me a one, somebody. <laughs> play, play in the sandbox.
1: There all we right, go. we got a
2: one. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, wonderful. Uh, we appreciate that. So, we're, what we're going to talk about today is a concept of one essential thing every coach needs, not just to survive but to thrive in business. And um, I'm I'm confident that you're going to look at this and say, well, that's pretty simple. But at the same time, I really am hopeful that you come away. My goal is that you come away with this going, wow, I really need to think about this. I need to do some work. So today we're going to talk about uh, the one essential thing that every coach needs, not just to survive, but to thrive in business, understanding why you don't have it. And I'm willing to put... Bets out here that you don't have it (laughs) and the essential steps to get it. So that's critical. Uh, Obviously, I don't want to just present a thought, but I want to give you some action steps and some really practical strategies so that, again, you're not just a spectator, but you're a participant, that you're able to take this information and do something with it. That's our goal. Um, Before uh, I dive into that though, I want to tempt you, so many people tend to grab a little bit and then run away. Uh, so we all know this, and you know this, if you're a coach, if you're a presenter, is we want to give you a little gift, a little temptation, uh, a little uh, bribe, if you will, to stick around. So please stay, uh, because in about 10 minutes or so, I'm going to give you a couple of gifts that relate to this topic. Um, So there's your, your, um, your little bribe for sticking around and listening to what we say and playing in the sandbox with us. So let me ask you a question. If you knew exactly what you wanted and the minimum necessary to have it and the exact steps that would get it for you in the fastest and easiest way possible, would you agree that you would already have it? Type yes in the chat if that makes sense to you. Sounds really simple, doesn't it? Mm. Yet, let's pause for a minute and just give a little thought to that question because it's a powerful, powerful question. If if you think about exactly what you're doing in business and in life, doesn't it really boil down to this? So often we complicate things too much and and we get lost in in the complication. We We get stuck in the weeds or lost in the weeds or whatever the expression is. So why is this so important? Because the more clarity you have about what you want, the reality is the easier it is to get it. Now, the other reality is most people think they know what they want, but they really don't. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. The second reason it's really important is to develop a whatever-it-takes attitude. When you know exactly what you want, then you can commit to doing whatever it takes to get it. So isn't that true? If you really want something, you're going to do whatever it takes to get it. But if you're not willing to do whatever it takes to get it, do you really want it? Think about that. Hopefully your brain is hurting a little bit by now. (laughs) The third concept here in terms of why it matters is it eliminates wasted time and effort. It allows you to be laser focused on getting what you want. So you're able to step away from and ignore the shiny objects, the distractions. Because isn't that, isn't that kind of what happens, how we get distracted by shiny things when we really don't know what we want? Then all of a sudden we're, well, maybe I want this. Well, well, maybe I want that. Maybe if I do this, then I'll get this, which is really what I want. But what do I want in the first place? And we get confused. We get, we get distracted by that. So what is this one essential thing that every coach needs, not just to survive, but to thrive? I'm going to suggest to you that it's the ability to manage your mind. And it begins with a question. That question is, what do I really, really want? Now, here's the problem. The problem is most people think they know what they want, but they really don't. What's the reason for that? Because they haven't taken the time to do the work the thinking work, followed by the doing work. Most people are simply wandering around thinking that they are thinking, when in reality, they're just reacting to feelings. So this is really critical for you. If you're on this call and you're you're a coach or a consultant, you need to realize that as a coach, your number one job is what? Thinking. Most people would say getting results, You can't get results if you're not thinking. That's your number one job. That's what people will pay you the big bucks for. So what can we do about this? What can we do about getting into a mindset and how can we manage our minds in a way that's effective so that we're not constantly reacting to or responding to feelings? I'm going to adjust my slides here a little bit so I can see things a little better. So the first thing we're talking about here is your what? What do you really, really want? And a lot of people, when they first get into business, say, "I just want money." Or another thing that Jamie and I hear all the time: What's the other thing we always hear, Jamie? Let's see if see if you're
1: jiving money, but you know, it's always they want more clients, they want <clears throat> you know to attract more people.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And one of the other things that we hear all the time is, you know what? I'm not worried about the money. I just want to help people.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: So there's there's a challenge in here, though, in that is that you can't just be vague. It doesn't work. It does. and, And most importantly, it doesn't work for you. It doesn't work for your brain. You have to be very, very specific. What do you really, really want? Now, if you're in business, definitely finances is going to be one part of it. And if money is not a part of it, you're in trouble. Because if money's not a part of it, there's only one reason for money not to be a part of it. You're independently wealthy and you're forming a nonprofit. You're looking at how to give money away. And even then, guess what? The word just came up again. Money is going to be involved. So it's really, really important that we're specific about a number of things. Money is going to be one component of it. But there are lots of other layers to this. What are you passionate about? If you're going into business just to make money and you don't care about the topic, you're going to stall and you're going to fail and you're going to have trouble. Because if you're not passionate about what you're working on, about your project, you'll run out of bandwidth. You just won't be able to hold on. You won't have the strength. We also need to think clearly when it comes to what we really want in terms of who we want to work with and who we don't want to work with what's what's that other saying that we often come across Jamie and and we we've both been there years ago in our businesses what 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 kind of person were we looking for when you first start out
1: uh anybody with a pulse and a credit card
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> Anybody with a pulse and a credit card doesn't work. We really need to think very clearly about the type of person that we want to work with. Because if we end up working with just anybody, and let's say we have people that we're working with that we really don't like, that we really don't jive with, that we're constantly having friction with, then there's resistance. And that drains you and it drains them. And does that end up being a good outcome? Typically not. Typically not. So, and and I'm not talking about we have to work with people that we like or that, you know, we're, we're, we're really, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for, in love with or whatever. But we have to be clear and very specific about the type of person that we want. What are their attitudes? What are their behaviors? What are they looking for in life? These are all really important things to consider. We also need to consider, and this is first and foremost, is what do we want our life to look like? So I'll give you an example of this. I was talking with a person a few years ago, as a matter of fact, and he was a speaker. And his goal was to get out there and talk to as many people as he can. He wanted to travel the world. He wanted to be on stage and we and we crunched some numbers and we looked at what he wanted to look like, what it wanted to look like. And basically it put him on the road all the time. And I said, you know, there aren't very many people like you that are so passionate about the world that you know are, are like a preacher. And that don't, you know, aren't too concerned about having um, their personal needs met in terms of family, you know, or children and things like that, that they're, you know, that they're, they're driven by the world and that they're kind of like a Mother Teresa figure or somebody like that. And he said, well, what are we talk, talking about? I said, well, you you know, based on the goals you've just set, you're obviously not married or, you know, children. He said, no, I've got you know, a great family. I've got kids that are quite young. I love them, you know very much and I, and I said, well, what's there's a bit of a disconnect in here you want to be out on the road all the time and preaching to the world so that you can kind of build up this loss that you seem to have in terms of feeling important or having having your ego boosted, but you're willing to sacrifice your family for that. And it was a huge aha for him because he hadn't really thought it through. He thought the way to be a somebody, was getting out there in the world and having all these accolades, but he hadn't really thought about what the sacrifices were, what he was gonna give up on the other side of that. So what do you want? What do you want your life to look like? How many hours do you wanna work? Do you want to, Jamie and I've run into this as well, where people talk about building this business, this mega business. And we say, well, what's your experience in management? Well, I really don't have much. Well, is that a skill you wanna learn? Not really. How do you feel about the fact that when your business does get to that level, that you're really not going to be doing any coaching or helping clients, you're going to be a manager because you're going to need 10, 12, 15, maybe 30 people. You're going to need office space. You're going to need all sorts of infrastructure. Maybe it's even a digital or virtual office, but that's going to be your role in business. And they go, hmm, I don't want that. Yes. So we need to think about these things. What do we really, really, really want? The next thing we need to think about is why we want it. I like the question, so what? So if I want this, so what? What's that going to do for me? Why do I really, really want it? And there's a couple of of things, and I've kind of just told a couple stories about this that give you a hint, too, that are really important that we need to pause and think about is that when we think about our why, it's really important that it's not to prove something to yourself or to others. If we're trying to overcome past mistakes, if we want something because we're trying to correct something that happened later or earlier in life, Uh, people, the kids ridiculed me in the schoolyard, Uh, a teacher made fun of me because uh, I failed a math test. That's not going to serve you. If you're trying to prove something from the past, prove something to somebody else, oh, I'm gonna make those people pay. I'm gonna make them look at me and see how successful I I am. It's not gonna work. It's an inside job. The other aspect of this that's really important to not let your mind go to is you don't wanna be thinking about what you want and why you want it in terms of what I call a should. In other words, Not because you think you should want it. And this is difficult stuff. This is why we really need to do the work. And I'm going to get into the work here in a minute as to how we manage our brain. But it's so important because society is constantly shooting on us. Every commercial we see is telling us we should have this car. We should have this. We should have that in order to be somebody. And that's not reality. That will will consistently put you in pain and put you in struggle. So it's really important to understand this underlying, what what we would call a driver. What are your drivers? Now, one of the things that I've found, and all of the people that I've read, the success stories I've read, and I would encourage you to be a reader and a consumer of studying other people that you want to emulate, that you you have great respect for. But one of the common threads that I, I've seen through all of them is this concept of contribution, this idea of contributing to the well-being of others. It's one of the greatest drivers. But I want to put a little condition in here, is that you've got to start with you because you can only care for others and serve others to the degree that you've cared for yourself. Water seeks its own level. So it's important to make sure that your needs are getting met. Um, and we love to, Jamie and I were talking about this, I can't remember, with somebody a couple of weeks ago, and uh, i actually put a little picture up on the screen i think i've lost the screen the picture now or i deleted it but you think about and everybody knows this story when you get on an airplane and the flight attendant goes through their safety protocol and they masks drop down what are you supposed to do with that mask
1: cover yourself first
2: you put it on yourself first and it's a wonderful metaphor because really it's about life and business is that if we don't do that we're going to die. We're going to be uh, suffocating. And what good are we going to be to anybody else? Well, the same thing in your business. So this this understanding what we want and why we want it is so critical. Taking the time to write about this, to journal about it, to figure it out. And I'll give you another thing here for me. And I've been I've been at this a long time. I mean, I've been in business and an entrepreneur my entire life. Uh, I started in the coaching consulting space back then. We didn't even call it coaching in 1999. And um, then that transitioned and I went digital in 2005. And I've got a thing here, you know, called a journal. So I'm still doing this stuff every day. Every day I'm thinking about what I want. I'm thinking about why I want it. I'm thinking about this next part, which is really important, is my who. And I'm not talking about who I serve. I'm talking about who I need to be. Who would you need to be to have these things that you've identified? And I'll ask you another question here. Would you agree with me that you, if, if you were already really that person, wouldn't you already have those things? So, we think the things are going to give us the being. We think the things that we have are going to turn us into that person that we want to be. But in reality, it's the opposite. We have to be that person first. And where does this come from? It comes from our beliefs. It comes from what do we believe about ourselves and others. So, your beliefs are what you need to believe, your beliefs determine who you are which leads to what you do. So when we think about this for a minute, a lot of people, this is where people skip, right? They go, I know what I want. And then they run into busy work, what I would call busy work. They run into chasing shiny objects and externalities. They're trying to solve a problem externally when it begins internally. That motivation is an internal drive. And we need to first look at our beliefs. Because our beliefs are going to determine what direction we're going to go in and the actions that we're going to take. And another little thing here, too, and we're going to get into this a little bit. I'm not going to go into great detail here. But again, I'm, I'm going to give you a little, little teaser here that it relates to some of the gifts that are going to be available for here you, for you in a minute. But we need to first look at eliminating, examining, becoming aware of, and then eliminating false beliefs. Because we need to make room in here. We need to clear this out and make some space. So our beliefs will lead to our actions. What do I need to do differently? So we need to release old behaviors that support old, inaccurate, false beliefs. And we need to know how to do that by asking, how do, you, how do I feel? So this is where we can check in with the feelings. Part. This is where our behaviors tell us if we're on the right track, is using our feelings as a barometer, if you will. Our actions as well are going to allow us to adopt new behaviors and install new beliefs. Let's talk a little bit more and dive a little deeper in here. Jamie, I apologize. I didn't time this talk, so I don't know how long I'm gonna go here, how long I've gone here, but uh I think we're at about 20, 20 minutes, 20 odd minutes here.
1: 21. So
2: we're we're okay. We're okay. I I'd, I'd hope to do this in about this little. Uh, talking about 20 minutes and then have some chat about this, but uh, I'm gonna go a little longer than that. So the first thing we need to look at when it comes to our what is daily focus. Writing it down, having it on your screen. I prefer to say, write it down, have it on a post-it note, have it on a sheet of paper, but always be referring back to that. And you know what? It may change. It likely will change, particularly as you start to get into this exercise. Because as you start to write out what you want, you start to look at it, you start to think about it. You start to say, do I really want that? And why do I want that? And then as we think and we process through, we'll realize that that'll morph a little bit and change. But the key is looking at it every day. Because what the mind attends to, the mind begins to believe. And what the mind believes, the mind eventually does. So that daily focus is critical. So this is an exercise that we do in an exercise book, and then we put it on the shelf. So you got to think about this. Think about this for a minute. Let me get your brain working. Is that if you think about our education system and how we were brought up based on the ages that I think are probably uh, I see on the screen and that may be watching this, we were taught to get, first of all, we were taught the shoulds, right? What should I be thinking? What should I be answering? Not how to think, but getting the right answer for the teacher so that we could get the grade. And then once we were done that, what happened to the book? It got thrown out or put away, maybe put in a box somewhere. We're, we weren't taught to go back and revisit our thoughts and to confirm them and validate them and continuously think about them. So daily focus is critical your why is your motivation that's your driver are you doing it for someone else Johnny and I both share a certain thing I won't go into any details here but it's a very personal thing that he and I have a real driver behind us when it relates to our family and uh and how we why we get up in the morning and put our boots on and go to work is is that sense of contribution particularly to family members Johnny give me a nod if I'm making sense <laughs> all right so what is your motivation what's your driver what what are those things and people that you're contributing to that make you want to do this and what are you doing for yourself which is really really important the who so this comes back to who do i need to be and what changes do i need to make so i posted this oh god i think it was probably about two years ago but it was It was this idea of if I were wanting something, how would a person, how would one of my idols be behaving right now? What would they be doing? What actions would they be taking at this moment in time? And am I taking those actions? So that's one of the ways that you can start to look at this is if I'm not getting the outcomes I want, then I need to change my behavior and my beliefs. And how would one of my idols do that? What would they think? How would they answer? Jamie and I laugh at this sometimes because I use this as an example with Jamie, because Jamie sometimes gets and I'm going to uh, disclose a little bit, but Jamie can get so, you know, seriously intent on something and I'll just go, Jamie, give the question to Kathy and ask her how she would answer, because Kathy has this ability to just read it the way it is and answer. Jamie reads way too much, like one little question and Jamie will go off on this Rabbit, I make it uh,
1: mean something. Yeah,
2: and she'll be get all the oh that well this and this and it's going off in this direction. I'll say ask Kathy, and Kathy will say oh, they just want you to turn it on, (laughs) like (laughs) instead of making it complex. So ask that person. So Kathy's kind of that person that Jamie and I and Kathy, so that you know this, and I'm sure you do. Is when we're having that conversation, I'll often ask Jamie, what would Kathy say? (laughs) Because Kathy gives us that that outside perspective coming in that doesn't have all the 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 attachments to it that can come and look at it clearly with a different set of eyes. So it's powerful. So who's your Kathy? And it could be somebody like, I don't know, it could be an Abe, it could be Abe Lincoln. It could be a couple of my mentors um that are really powerful that I often think of is Rich Sheffrin, who you may not have ever heard of, but Uh, He was one of my early mentors in the online space. And I often think, what would Rich do in this situation? How would he be thinking? What would his behavior be? What would he believe in order for this to be true? So who are your mentors? Who are you doing? And this is why I recommend reading biographies and about people that are doing things that you want to emulate, people that you want to be like. Your beliefs come around, too, to making space because we're full. Our calendars are full. Everybody likes to think, oh, I'll I'll make time. Well, when they say I'll make time, how are you going to make time? Again, you've got to manage your mind in order to make time. If you want to adopt new behaviors and a new sense of being, you got to get rid of some of the junk. You got to clean out the closet. And we've all got them. So you've got to eliminate some of those false beliefs so that you can bring new beliefs into place. And I'm going to give you some tools on how to do that in a minute here. And then we get into our actions. And this is how we install new beliefs and new behaviors into our way of being, is through daily habits. Um, Johnny and I have often talked about, not often, I shouldn't say often, but Johnny has brought up a few times uh, for us the idea of the hour of power, which I think was a, Johnny, help me, who was it that that first introduced that concept was it was it jim robbins sorry tony robbins tony robbins yeah and i think even prior to him i think jim jim roan was talking about it probably yeah yeah so and and there you go i mean there's an idea that a universal thought like that permeates and and we hear it over and over again from different people in the field but this idea of starting your day and tony robbins We'll use him, Him. his quote is the hour of power. What do you do to feed your mind? This is when these daily habits are formed. This is when we take that time to do that work. So it's not optional. It's not when I get to it. So a lot of people might look at my behavior and say, what are you doing? Like the first three hours of my day, we had a blog post about this. You know, I, I exercise, I feed my body first. I read, I journal I do a lot of inside work in the first. And a lot of people say, oh, well, you get the money to do that. Not necessarily. I've I've always done this. I've done this when I've been completely broke because it's me that I need to work on first. If I want to get different outcomes, then I need to be constantly feeding my brain and thinking differently and behaving differently. And I don't put myself up as somebody that you know is perfect or or anything i'm doing i'm on the same path the same journey that we all are uh as is tony robbins as is jim Rohn, and all these other guys too so this concept of managing your mind i i i hope that you get this idea that we need to shift our thinking and do that inner work on ourselves and constantly be doing it. it never ends so I want to pause for a minute here. And then uh, the next thing I'm going to do is t- tell you about these little uh gifts that we have for you. But um let me do that now. Um I don't know, I'm tempted to make you wait and <laughs> get into some, some insights from everybody, but let's go ahead and do that now. So uh so as promised, you know, there's a couple of things that we want to give to you a couple of special gifts if you're interested in them. One is um, a, an amazing little uh, book called The Path by Frank Kern. It's a PDF. And so I got it. We're happy to share that with you. Frank Kern is is another one of my mentors and people that I read and follow and study and listen to. Um, and the other book is a kind of a booklet, a workbook, really, um, that I created based on the works of Rich Shefrin, And it's called Uh, The Hidden Obstacles to Getting What You Really Want. This is a workbook. So both of these books are not just something to sit down and look at academically, uh, but these are both books that are going to force you to think and force you to do some work. And what I mean by work is writing, journaling, changing yourself and the way you think. So if you are interested in receiving... uh, these little gifts, let us know, just type path or the path, I should say, in the chat or in the comment section path or the path. And that'll kind of capture it all we will know, and we'll reach out to you and and find the best way to get those to you um, so that you can, uh, you can then go to work. So just go ahead and let us know that. And we'll do that. So uh, the next thing I wanted to jump into here was um, before we kind of transition to the chat and the comments and questions, I just want to let you know if you're a guest on the call here, these are calls that we begin. We kind of made a transition early in the new year to change things around a little bit, but these are our client calls where we begin with a lesson and a and a talking point, And then we transition into what we call our implementation call, which means our clients come to us with specific questions about what they're working on and where they maybe they're stuck somewhere or maybe they're having wins and successes. And we transition to that with our clients. So if you're a guest here, we, we really appreciate you being here. Uh, and we're gonna go to Q&A here with you in a moment, and then we're gonna end that. And then we're gonna go into a closed session with our clients, but uh, we're, we're gonna hang around here and make sure that we have some dialogue with any of our guests. But if you are a guest and you aren't familiar with us, we just want to let you know my name is Mark Canty. Um, my partner is Jamie Scultetti. We'd be happy to talk to you about what we do in greater depth, but I don't want this to be a commercial. Uh, but if you're looking and ready to implement a, you know, a step-by-step system for a coaching business that's going to earn you a full-time income and not just a, a you know a, a full-time income where you feel like you've you're trading time for dollars, but an exceptional full-time income, a, a true business return on investment, doing what you love. Without being stressed or bogged down in things that you don't love and that you don't want to do, then book a time to chat with us. And uh, we're not into, you know, slippery sales tactics or heavy pitches or anything, but we're, we're happy to talk to you about that and talk about a game plan. And maybe we just have a chat and we kind of give you some ideas as to what direction you might want to consider for your business. Or maybe you decide from talking with us that you want to dig deeper and find out about what it would be like to work with us. So just wanted to introduce that concept to you. Uh, You can go to this link, which is upscaleyourbusiness.com forward slash game dash plan. And there'll be a little questionnaire there and a place for you to put your information. in, And we'll set up a time to have a chat. Now, let's get back to our topic at hand. So um, obviously, we had some good comments here. Uh, from earlier on uh clients who anyone who has a wallet and hopefully something in the wallet (laughs) um that was relating back to how many times when we first start in business we're thinking about anyone like jamie says with a pulse and a credit card um and hopefully you're now thinking more accurately about that uh comment here or question And I've got my chat up now. So, Jamie, I can go ahead and read that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How do you know who you need to be in order to reach a level you haven't reached? Uh, So there's a few questions in this comment. So that's that's a great question. So I think, first of all, there's a couple of things for me, and uh, I'm going to maybe wax a little philosophically here, is that for me, I tap into something I call my inner knower. Some people who maybe are religious call that the um, their uh, Holy Spirit. Some people would call it the universe. But it's that moment of pause to just pause and let your inner knowing, let your beliefs kind of come to the surface around that and say, who do I need to be in order for this to happen? So let me see if I can kind of put a metaphor to this if I wanted to be, if I wanted to win a golf championship, I don't know why I bring golf up because I'm not even a golfer, but let's say I want to win a golf championship. Then in order to be that, I'm probably going to look at other golf champions. I'm going to say, who's really good at this? Maybe it's just in my local community. Maybe it's, you know, I want to win one of those big prizes, whatever they are, that green jacket thing. Uh, Forgive me, you golfers in the crowd, but um, the point being i'm going to pause for a minute and i'm going to say well what do they do well if they're a golfer they probably practice how often do they practice this information is all readily available how many hours a day and what do they practice on you know i know i've heard that those who are the the real winners in the game put a tremendous amount of emphasis on the short game in other words they're putting and getting out of the sand trap and those the the short parts of the game is where they're going to win the game um, so I've heard that, that. So I would think that, and I think this came from Sheena. So I would start to think about what are they doing? And then what do I need to do in order to do that? Well, maybe I need to get out to the golf course every morning. Maybe I need to get up an hour earlier and start to behave like a pro golfer would if I want to win the championship. So you can relate that to your specific situation. So look for mentors, look for role models, look for people, study people who are doing what you want to do. Study people who are achieving what you want to achieve. So that's another place to go. So tap into your inner knowing first, pause, get quiet in yourself, do some writing, do some journaling about this. Who would I need to be? And what might surface for you is: well, I need to be, I'm I'm gonna bring it up again because I used the example before. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to be like Abe Lincoln in order to get that kind of an outcome. Oh, what then, what would Abe Lincoln do? Well, now I might pick up a book on Abe Lincoln. I might read some stories about him related to this specific thing that I want to accomplish. So that's going to take me on that path. So I hope that gives some ideas there about how do you know who you need to be in order to reach the level you haven't reached yet? If you don't have that inner concept of who that person would be, look for others that are doing that, others who are being that person. And then look at those as being your role models, if you will. Uh, Second question, how do we know what we need to do in order to reach the level we are trying to reach? So the doing comes from the being. So again, you got to come back to say, what are the behaviors I need to adopt first? And out of those behaviors will come the doing. So I already gave you some examples of that. Like the golf example would be, what do I need to be doing? I need to be practicing. Uh, here's another example and it this blows my mind when when people people say and I've I've been a little sidebar here. Uh, I'll sometimes play in the chats and stuff like that in groups and it always amazes me particularly in coaching ones where somebody will pose the question if I want to be a really successful coach, do I need to have a coach and how many people and this shows me <laughs> why so many people are feeling probably. of them say, no, no, you don't need to do that. Does that make any sense to anybody? How can you possibly have belief in what you're doing if you're not even willing to practice that yourself, invest in it, invest the time in it, the energy, the money in it? So, and I also think about if you want to be a professional, so I want to be a professional coach. I want it to be my profession. I want to make a living doing this. I want to make a good living doing this. Well, again, think about professionals. Think about football players. Think about hockey players. Think about golfers. How many do you know that have gone all the way to the top that you know by name that said, you know what? I never bothered with coaches. I just figured it was kind of an optional thing. I made it all the way to the top all by myself. I DIY'd the whole thing. Anyone? I don't know of anyone that can possibly achieve anything great Without getting outside perspective, without having a coach, so this concept of of coaching is going to is and, and that's what you do. <laughs> so if you don't, you know, believe in this yourself, you're going to have a hard time building a business around it. To me, I always have coaches on the go. Jamie with our business right now, we've got multiple coaches that we're paying for <laughs> to work with specific parts of our business. Now, really important to kind of rewind on this a little bit is. We only hire a coach when we have a specific goal we want to achieve. When we know exactly what it is we want, then we can hire the coach to help us get it. So, you know, it's 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 not the idea of maybe I'll just follow the shiny object and think if I learn from them enough, maybe I'll really want what they're offering. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, okay, next question here was, um, I think this kind of relates So, great example here, you know, an example, some people think they need to wear certain clothes in order to be be a millionaire. This isn't true, but they might think it's true in their ignorance, since they haven't reached that level yet, even though it's their goal. So again, I would take, look beyond, you've already kind of answered this question, look beyond the surface. Um, As a matter of fact, in our space and and not really in our space, not in the coaching space so much, but there are the Internet is full of shiny objects and there's a lot of get rich quick Uh, charlatans out there, scam artists uh, and a ton of them (laughs) Um, more than in the brick and mortar world, like really an awful propensity of them. And there's even people that teach people how to Photoshop, how to how to go to a marina and stand in front of a mega yacht. How to um, get a Rolex um, for a day? Rent a Rolex. How to rent a Ferrari? And how to take these pictures of themselves as being this uber successful person when they're flat broke or they're in debt up to their eyeballs, so that they think that if they project that image, people will follow them. So these aren't the kind of people you want to follow. And I and I hope when you really start to get into the, the you know the needs, wants, and values for yourself, you'll realize that. And as I said, trying to project something, trying to be something for somebody else or trying to prove something to yourself or somebody else from something in the past, that's not a way to be successful. Um, That's not a way to have a life of joy and fulfillment and contribution. Um, And I'm I'm bold enough to say that's not just my opinion. (laughs) I think that's a common truth in reality. So those are. I think I ran through. If there were any other questions, and lots of people want the path, and the, and that we'll we'll definitely get that to you. Um, we've we've got your name, <laughs> so we'll reach out. We'll find the most convenient way to get those resources to you. So again, if you want those resources that I posted, those two books, the workbook and the book, uh, they're both kind of workbooks, really. Then put the path or path in the chat, and we'll make sure that we get those to you. Uh, any other comments, questions, thoughts around this concept
1: of managing our mind? And if you if you raise your hand, we can unmute you, or or you can unmute yourself. Actually, you can
2: even un- yeah, 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 you've it's got to
1: be in the chat. So, yeah,
2: you know, feel feel free to jump in if anyone has a comment or a question or a thought they'd like to share. Going once. <sighs> going twice okay we're gonna transition now we want to thank our guests uh for for joining us checking us out and seeing what we do on these weekly calls Sean thanks so much for being here uh, I know there's other people that I'm not seeing on my screen here but Sean happens to be right front and center <laughs> uh we're gonna we're gonna stick around with our with clients though so, so Kathy Johnny Natasha, Um, and whoever else is on here, Sheena, please stick around. Uh, the rest of you, we're going to say, thank you very much for being with us. And, uh, we're going to look forward to getting to know you more and better, and please participate in the group. And, uh, we will see you on the next call. Everyone else stick around and we will transition into your specific questions.
0: Thank you for listening to the upscale your business podcast. If you liked this episode, and want to learn more about launching or growing an online coaching business, be sure to add this podcast to your library. To learn more about how you can get more clients online for your coaching or consulting business, visit upscaleyourbusiness.com.